Welcome to Real Talk Wrestling. I'm your host, the one, the only, the greatest in the world, the best in the world at what I do, Josh Kimmel, Josh Kimmel OUS on Twitter with me on the line, the one who just told me he is so excited for this dynamite. This dynamite was the best dynamite of all time. He loved the end of the Adam Cole angle. He loved it all. Even the Jamie Hader stuff. Wait, she wasn't there. Um, what's going on, Chris? <laughs> I don't quite recall saying all that stuff, but uh, yeah. You what told you me think? this was the best dynamite in the history of dynamites. You said, right. you said, when you heard Orange Cassidy's music drop, this may be the best night of your life. So you told me. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. Are you? Do you think? The audience, not the not the live audience, but the general audience is getting so sick of this guy. Uh, I mean, not as much as you are, but yeah, I'm I'm about ready for somebody else. I, I think it's we're about time. I think that's might be why they're doing what they're doing. We'll get there. Let's not burn that because the number no, one no. thing we're going to talk about before we yep. do a little introduction. Like I said, follow us on Twitter, Josh Kimmel OUS. Follow Chris RTW. He's tweeting a lot more than I am lately because I've had enough of you jabronis. I really have. <laughs> I didn't, I've had it up to here. But we're going to talk about the number one thing that happened on this show last night, and I missed it live. And I am so mad at myself. And I am not a, I'm a fake fan. Um, <laughs> I'm so mad. But the elite are one, they are whole. Again, this is what we wanted for a very long time. Yep. And it took a very long time to get there. And the payoff was 1,000% worth it. I watched it. I watched that. I don't like the whole coming out, the music. and, and I just like to see like the surprise. I'd rather see them just run in and help after they're getting their ass beat. But this worked. In every way, because when you see that horse before the music starts, that's how his music. If you ever watch Hangman come out, you first see the horse running with the yellow, with those. Then you hear the do, whatever, mm-hmm. and then everyone pops. It was one of the biggest pops in a long time in AEW. Yeah, for sure. It was big though. Where is that? Who you were expecting to come out? Of course, because I don't think it was. Of course, no. You've been saying it's going to be somebody else. Well, no, 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 because Takeshka's not involved yet. We need, see, see, Chris, if Takeshka was out there or if he, I think it's going to be a situation where we see the next guy next, where we see Takeshka takes, takes a side. He's going to side with Don Callis in the BCC, and then we see Ibushi come out, and then he that then it's five on five, blood and guts. So that's that's how it's going to be. Um, we, we, we still, we're still waiting on Takeshita to make a decision. Because he went away for a couple weeks. He's gone. Yeah, he has been gone for a little bit. So we have to wait for him to make his decision. And yes, I did think, well, first off, I didn't see it live, so I couldn't guess. But when I saw the video, I already knew, obviously. But I would have guessed Hangman to come out because he hasn't been on TV in a couple, what, a couple weeks? Yeah, it's been a while for him, too. He's been off quite a while, actually. I don't even remember when we saw him last. So it, it just makes sense, you know? When, when, when you lose a family member, like that's the story. When you lose someone like a Don Callis, a family member, you gain one back. And that's, yeah. the, that's the story. Um, now that Don Callis is out of the way, there's no more whose side do you want? Whose side is this? Um, is Don Callis going to do this? Yada, yada. Is he going to set up Hangman? 
it's over now. Now we know who to fully trust. Or yep. Kenny does. So it was great. It was great. It's everything we wanted um, in a return. I don't know. I wish I watched it live, Chris. That's all I can say. How'd you feel? Um, I was excited. I feel like you could feel the excitement in the arena, and that's good. Like, obviously, this is the best story, the best feud going into the pay per view. It's it's not the main. It's no the one that has no titles involved is the best one, and it's been such a good build every week. And when he came out, we all knew because it's been the constant three on four, three on four. They've you know been working that angle. They're outnumbered. So we knew somebody was eventually going to join. And I just think everyone's real excited because of the long-term booking. The fact that you do have uh, Hangman back with the Elite after how long has it been? That you know That's probably been overall their best story that they've ever had was the Elite being friends but not being friends and now they're back how long will this last you know they i feel like they've given themselves something to work with down the road too for um you know for what else they can do with this like there's just so many options you know and people say well i saw some moron on twitter he's like oh the biggest story in AEW is about a guy who wants to be friends with another group, but the group doesn't want to be friends with him. So therefore yada, yada, yada. Basically we're watching high school. And I'm like, they're like, this is the only story they can tell in four years. And that's what the whole tweet was. And I'm like, and he got a lot of interaction. He was a big name. And I'm just not jobber. I would name you jobber, but it wasn't you. Um, Gareth has blocked me. So it wasn't him. It was just some random guy. The thing is, it's longer than that. It's longer than four years. People don't understand how long this has been going on. Go back to being the elite. If you ever watch being the elite, you'll understand, Chris. You truly will understand because right now nobody, if you don't watch being the elite, you'll never understand. You'll never understand the true story of what's going on. And it's finally, you know, I I told you last night and before AEW, I had about 30 minutes. So I just watched, I I started picking up being the the elite again because I'm excited for this feud. They're back like Kenny, the Bucks. I didn't know Hangman was going to come back last night, but they're like, they're back. And I watched the one where Matt Jackson, um, it's basically Kenny's hurt and Matt and Nick have the titles. This is where I'm at and being the elite. And he's Mm -hmm. like, we have no friends. It's just us. Adam's gone. Kyle's gone. Um, Bobby Fish is gone back when he was still there. We have nobody. So at the very end of the episode, he sends this long, he he writes out this long text to Adam hangman page. And then it's like, please let's talk. He deletes it. This was 10 months ago. Like, what other company? I know the Bloodline had this and Bloodline did that. And the Bloodline was phenomenal. But how long yes. did it last? And it's over. Like, it's over. Nobody cares about the Blood. Nobody's talking about the Bloodline anymore. Nobody. No, well, that whole thing cooled off completely. Vince. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's simple, Vince. But this, this story, through multiple feuds, this story went through multiple different feuds. Yes. Not just one. And that's just, that to me is just beyond. And it's, it's, and this is all the bucks. This is all Kenny. This is all, this is them. This is what they do. They tell stories. I don't give Tony any credit in this. I really don't. Yeah. I truly believe watching being the elite and watching their careers (laughs) through that. This is all them. And they're great storytellers. Think about, think you think they're terrible wrestlers. They're trampling cowboys. They, they just, they suck. No. They're, they have bright minds in this business, and they're showing it. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point that it's, it's not just been one, one story. Like this story has, like you said, overlapped several stories. And I don't think we really see that too often in wrestling. Normally we just get a quick story here it is for, you know, two weeks, a month, two months, and then we move on to the next one. Yeah. This, I mean, one's, this one's been like the underlying story to everything. Yes. It's been since the, main, the beginning, the very main plot with a lot of side twists and a lot of yeah. other storytelling. And it's a perfect foil because you have, you have what you, what you people call the twinkle toes or the, the trampoline cowboys or the untrained Right versus like mm-hmm. all pretty much all except for Wheeler Yuta WWE guys guys that are trained professionally the like guys that actually went to school and went through the system went to OVW went to NXT except for Yuta um, and and and, and they're, they're right like the story writes itself like you you guys aren't the elite you guys are just nobodies you're indie wrestlers you yeah. know and then these guys and then I just love I love what John I hate I don't want to say I hate John Moxley but I don't. But I don't really like the wrestling style sometimes. I don't like the way he acts sometimes. I just don't get it. Some Sometimes. Not all the time. But the way he's doing it now where he grabbed that camera in the back last night after he beat the shit out of everybody. And he's just mm-hmm. like, I'm like, this is, the this is I tweeted out. This is what the shield should have been. Yep. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is, this is rated R shield or PG-13 shield or whatever you want to call it. Um. I love it. This, this is the best story in all of wrestling. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care. It is. I mean, no one can make an argument. No one can make a legitimate argument for anything else. This is definitely the best story. I mean, you got to think about the other top stories just throughout other companies. You know, you have the bloodline still. But come on, how many times are we going to see Roman and fight Sami Zayn? And, it, you know, I, I'm, I'm over it. Then you have this tournament um, for the World Heavyweight Championship. Like, it's not really a good story. We're having AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. Like, Where's the story? What? Where's? The, what are we fighting for? A championship? Okay, but why? Because of a tournament? Okay, makes sense. Yeah. Um, there's no real like dominant story. Ko and Sammy have cooled off to the point where I don't even care. Yeah, it really feels like after WrestleMania, everything just really cooled off. But do you think that you know? I don't want to dive too far into the E, but do you think that's because people didn't get the payoff that they wanted? I think it's because. Because just like every other wrestling company, it's so hard to book baby faces. Yeah. It's so hard to keep them strong. It really is. And people want to bitch about Kenny Omega and and I'm gonna bitch about a baby's face doing something stupid later on, um, Adam Cole. But we are talking about baby faces about how they're so weak, but yet the elite mm-hmm. are baby faces and they're still so brutal. They're bringing out the screwdrivers, they're super kicking, like they're doing everything. You know, they're waiting for a fight. They're the ones that started the fight last night. They threw the luggage at the BCC and said, "You know what? Let's let's go." That's that's a strong baby face. That's all the that's all the elite though. That's all the bucks. That's all Kenny. I don't give like I said. I don't give Tony Khan any credit for that. Yeah. Because he's incapable of building. Look at look how weak Wardlow looked last night. That's not even on our list. Wardlow looked like a freaking chump last night. He's really falling off. Like it's just to the point that he just feels like some creative wrestler, generic nobody. And and it has to do with so many other factors with Wardlow. Yeah. It has to deal with his haircut. It looks terrible. It has it does. to do I was thinking the same thing last night. I'm like, I don't know. I don't like this haircut, man. It's just not working for you me. Either go bald fade, like shave it off, or like get that little like Randy Orton bald fade going, or get the long hair. Because this 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 haircut you have, like you're just a 
office worker working at Progressive Insurance. Like, you just look like a weirdo. And then you're wearing some blue, like, attire is, like, look at Christian. Look at Christian. You could look at him and go, he is a slimy piece of shit just because of his attire, because of his turtleneck, because of his sports coat. That right there tells you he's a piece of shit. When I look at Wardlow, I'm like, so I guess he's a dad that works out? <laughs> like, yeah, it really does. It's one of those maybe subtle things that you don't notice whenever it's working. But like, because his is so not working, like it's, it's so bad. that yeah, it really does stand out. It, it just doesn't make any sense. Something's got to change. Probably, probably everything. Like you said, <laughs> different, definitely a different haircut. Just... When he was, but, when he had long hair and he was in suits, he looked legit. He looked like a monster heel. Yes. And maybe they should have kept him a monster heel. Maybe that's the situation. But I do know why. And I, I called this out. They got to put, and I'm glad they're not doing Luchasaurus. Wardlow has to beat Christian. Christian is going to do his best to get Wardlow back to where he was. Because only think only Christian or MJF could do this. Nobody else can get yeah. him back. Nobody. Christian is the best heel in the business by far. He's better than MJF. Sorry. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about that this last be, week on the show. We talked about it last week. I know, week. but still, that's a bold claim. Okay. Um, I'll tell you this. I remember what Christian did last night. I don't remember what MJF did last night. Yeah. I'm serious. Two weeks in a row. I remember what Christian did, but I don't remember what MJF's done for the past two weeks. I don't remember. Yeah, it really wasn't much. He wasn't really a focal point. He was just... Does he ever, does does MJF ever get the booze like Christian did two weeks ago? Yes, oh, no. he he gets the booze. Not, he gets not the, as of late. No, no. You know why? Because nobody cares about this four pillars matchup, and that's not even on our list. That's literally not even on our rundown because I'm so uninterested in this main event. Yes, this it's, is. I don't know. I don't know exactly how they could have fixed it, but it just there's been like I feel like stages throughout this story where I feel like I'm starting to gain interest. Like I want to like it. I want to be interested. I'm trying to be interested, but I just can't. And there's been a couple of times where I'm like, all right, this is getting a little good here. I, I kind of like it. It's kind of building in the right direction. And then I don't know, like this week, this week was a weird, weird, the way that they built it. Yeah. I know it wasn't on our list, but like, what do we have? We had a uh, Darby in a tag match. Sammy in a squash match, and then Jungle Boy in at least a somewhat legitimate match. Okay, and let me tell you a quick story on all three of these matches because I watched them all. Well, no, I didn't. I lied. I lied. Um, The first segment was Christian Cage, and I was like, dang, I really should have made some popcorn. I really should have made some popcorn. I'm like really hungry. I want some popcorn, but I cannot Mm -hmm. miss Christian Cage. And then after that segment, I hear Orange Cassidy's music. I popped right up, right up. I said, okay, I'm going to go make popcorn. Dude, and I came back. I'm like, wait a minute. Why is Darby Allen in this match? It makes no sense. Nothing makes sense. This no. this is just a throw. Um, WWE 2K Universe mode. Let computer just auto generate tag teams. Yeah. And then Sammy Guevara came out. And he's like, oh, okay. Sammy's gonna have a match. All right. Well, against two. Like, who's he wrestling? Someone like associated with um, MJF or some. So I don't know. Some nobody. I got back up. And I walked away. I didn't see the match. I had no idea. I came back and it was over. And then I'm watching this Roosh match, Roosh versus Jungle Boy, and Roosh is beating the shit out of Jungle Boy for a good 10 minutes. Yep. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch this match. And then he bangs his head into the barricade at least 20,000 times. <laughs> Your favorite part. It made no sense, but it is what it is at this point. 
And I'm thinking, wow, Jungle Boy's going to come back, bust it open, get the most sympathy ever because he's the only likable babyface. Plus, I'm trying to I think they're trying to clear up all the hate going towards his way. Like they want the crowd behind him again because I think he's they're losing interest in him, and I am too. I've, yeah. I've given up on him. I think he's a piece of shit. So they did that, and I'm like, this is so uninteresting. I turned the race game on. I was so bored with last night's dynamite. I was watching other things. And around 9.30, I stopped watching the show and started playing Mario. I did not like the show last night at all. Um, yeah, it was... I feel like, man, we just had that banger of a show. And then we followed up with this one. And there just wasn't a whole lot of really important... Very, like, I'm not going to remember anything about this show in probably a month from now, other than the fact that Hangman came back. Yeah, and that was the to, best to part. Put the next chapter in that story. Yeah, that was the everything else was part. forgettable. I mean, we had we had sixty year old looking women coming out. Um, God, <laughs> Kurt Angle, you dodged a bullet. Just want to say that right there. Um, I don't know if you know the whole story, but yeah, Jeff Jarrett's wife came out. Like, what are we doing? Why are we adding another person to the job squad? What are we doing? Yeah. What are we I didn't doing? know. I didn't know who that was until they announced it. I'm like, who is this lady? Like, I didn't know either. I was like, who is this? Yeah. Who is this? They're like, oh, is that Karen? Karen Jarrett? And I was like, no way. There's no way Jeff Jarrett convinced Tony Khan to hire his wife. <laughs> Tony Khan is a freaking idiot. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Yeah. Just hires people to hire him for no reason. Where he hired Maria Carnellis and that guy. Where have they been? Mike Canellis, yeah. Where they been? Nowhere. You know, he just hires these people. Like, well, for what? So another person they hired for what? For what? For for the debut episode. So every, so they can have their debut. What do you mean their debut? Whenever he <laughs> whenever he hires all these people, we all get hyped for a new a new wrestler there. <laughs> Where no one's hyped. And then, and then they're and then they're there for like a month, and then we forget because the next one's there. Yeah, no, not one person. We're swerve. We got we don't we don't got swerve on TV, but we got Karen Jarrett. Where's, yep. Ke- where's Keith Lee? He he was a grandpa once, and then he, did he die? Old age <laughs> what happened. You know what I mean? Like this show is so yeah. inconsistent. I told someone today on Twitter oh. that the show, like somebody, was, actually it was that one post where he's like, "This story sucks." Yada yada yada. I'm like, dude, the whole dynamite hasn't been dynamite since Cody left. And then he responded with, "Well, Cody hasn't. Cody segments were terrible too. No, the concept is is Cody had a lot of creation." Um, back there, and and that's why the show was so good back then. Well, let me ask you. Let me just roll right into our next topic. Do you think some of these inconsistencies? We're always talking about people disappearing. Now that the new show is official, do you think that problem will be solved, or do you think he's going to try and start signing more people, and we're going to have the same problem but with two shows? <sighs> let me ask you this. Do you plan on watching this show every single week? I don't know that I'll watch it live. But if it's, let me just say this much. If it is a meaningful show, like Rampage, we've all we've always said Rampage was cool at first, but then it always went to pre-taped and it was all just matches. It was skippable because there's no stories. If they make it to where it's its own show with its own stories, kind of like what 
that he has with Raw and SmackDown, I could see myself as recording it and then watching it on probably Mondays or Tuesdays. I see, I hear that it's going to be a hard brand split. I also hear, and if that's the case, then there's going to be two champions. Again, I hate two champions. I yes. Hate it. I think it's stupid. I think it's stupid in the E. I think it's stupid everywhere. I think that there needs to be a show of collision, and I think it needs to be fluid. But here's this. If you want, I don't mind them saying, well, CM Punk's always going to be on collision, or Miro's always going to be. But don't say it. Don't have a giraffe. Don't say, well, he's collision exclusive. Just, yes. just have it where, oh, Miro's always on Saturday night. And we just know, but you also have, figure it out. But you also yeah. have crossovers where you have the champion on collision. Some nights you have MJF showing up over there, or that feud leaks over there. I'm okay with that. There's some guys that cross over, but there's no like Miro can't come to. Di- What's Miro doing a dynamite? No, no, it's okay. We're fluid. <laughs> We're all the same company. Let's not yep, pretend like. Exactly. Not, what are we doing? So, but basically, use one one show. For one set of stories, use the other show for a different set of stories and keep those stories on. Basically, the brand split should be stories, not necessarily wrestlers. But I'm okay, but I'm 1,000% okay with Kenny Omega coming out and saying, like, um, whoever, Darby Allen, I'll see you on Saturday night. And then, like, that's fine. That's fine. Like, there's a story. At least there's a story there. They're going to have a match there, and we know why they're having a match. What I don't want is two champions or MJF can't go over there with a championship or um, two tag team champions. Like, I don't want that. And I don't want more ROH. Don't make this ROH 2.0 because I fear that. I fear that he's going to try to get these ROH people on television. And I am so worried. Not one person is bringing this up. Yeah. Because he's already doing He's still doing it with these guys. He's still doing it with Jeff. Je- he's still doing it. And he wants, he loves his ROH people. He loves them. Yeah. Find room for them on Collision and Dynamite. I think that's the that's the biggest fear. More television time means more ROH stars. And I don't think anyone cares about that. Yeah. I hear this ROH show that is going on on their stream is basically Rampage 2. Actually, I heard I heard it's dark. I heard it's just like dark. That's what I heard. I don't watch. <laughs> yeah, it's not very watchable right now. So, but I don't know. We'll see. I'll give it a shot. If nothing else, I will check it out. See what all the hype is about. See the presentation, the feel for it. I will check it out in the beginning. Am I going to keep up with it? I don't know. That remains to be seen. So like, let's think about some of the, the problems we're going to have in the future. Saturday nights. So we have pay-per-views. AEW runs their shows on Saturday night. Um, sometimes WWE runs their shows on Saturday nights. Um, sometimes there's going to be Saturday nights where there's UFC on. Sometimes there's going to be Saturday nights where there's college football on. I don't know. Is that going to be a problem? Yeah, it is going to be a problem. I'm going to watch LSU and Alabama over AEW all day. You know what I mean? And a lot of people will. So I don't know if this time slot is a winning time slot slot for this company. I don't think so. I think they need to go to Monday nights. And I know that's that's what I've thought too. Just go for it. Yeah, but they're going to fail. They're going to lose. The only way they'd win is if that Monday night show had Punk and a few other stars. That's the only way. Yeah. And speaking of Punk, um, you know, I don't know. I think he's going to be there. 
first night. I think that they're going to announce Chicago. I think it's already done. Done it. You, look, it's May what? May eighteenth. So a yep. month. You're a month away. They don't have it booked. Come no, on. they do. Of course they do. They know it, and they don't have it already. Punk knows. Punk's going to be there. Punk's been training. It's just. He went off yesterday because of one little thing, and we don't even know if it's real. This thing could be a work. This thing, this could just be him causing drama. We don't know. He's going to be there. I think he's going to be there. Is yeah, he really oh, gonna, I definitely think he is. Is he really going to risk all this money for Ace Steel? Like, that's your in, like, that's your thing? I need yeah. Ace Steel. Like, why? Yeah, I hope not. I mean, he's going to be there, and it's good for the company. I mean, we could all say we hope not and hope he's not there, but they need him. They need him bad. I mean, I can't. I don't know what the ratings were yesterday, but I can't. I guarantee they weren't over nine hundred thousand. They can't. They couldn't be. The show wasn't that good. No, there's no way. Nobody's like, hey, hey. Um, I'm not texting you or texting my brother Sam. Hey, did you see? Did you see Soraya's coming out? Oh my god, we gotta watch this. No, nobody's. Nobody's. Hey. Orange Cassie's doing the whole pocket thing again. You gotta watch it. No, nobody cares. We've seen it. We've seen it for four years. Yeah. Time for a change. Time for a change with with Orange Cassidy. He works, but switch it up. Do something else. It's the same shit. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I still like him. I I don't know. I know you're tired of his character. Where's Pac? I don't know. He's older. Is he ever gonna change his character? I don't know that he will. He's been doing it forever. But okay, like don't change the character. That's fine. But just do something else. You have an international championship, and you're like, there's no stories. There's not one story. There's not been one story with that championship. Are you kidding it's the, me? It's the story of somehow this guy is completely unbeatable. Well, he's gonna he's got well, one of the best win streaks. He's gonna lose a title at the Battle Royal, but he's not gonna get pinned. That's why they're doing it. Yeah, that's what I figured when they announced it. But I wonder who's going to win it. I hope it's someone cool. Or maybe he keeps it. Maybe he's Roman. Maybe he's going to beat Roman. Maybe him and Roman are going to go eye-to-eye, toe-to-toe, who has the longest (laughs) championship run ever. But the difference is is Orange is out there, god damn it, every single week. Yeah. Every week I have to hear that song. And every week I have to just not be happy. That's right. If you're running late to watch the show, you just don't have to worry about it because you know the first – at some point in the first half hour, he's going to be on your TV. Now you just don't have to worry about it. I just don't understand why you think. I don't know. Maybe I'm in the maybe I'm in the minority. I don't know. Uh, how do people like this, man? I really don't get it. How do people fall for the same stuff over and over? Imagine. Do you think Jericho could work now, or do you think he'd be as good now if he just stayed the same for his entire career? Um, no, I don't know. I just, I don't know what it is about Orange Cassidy. Granted, I'm with you. It's, it's running, it, it is getting a little bit stale, but I think that's because of how much they're doing it. The fact that he's on TV every single week with that same exact character. Now, if they space them out like they used to, it could work a little bit more, I think. But no, probably Jericho couldn't. I don't know that a lot of people could have that same exact character. Because even if you go back and watch his indie videos for Orange Cassidy, he's like the same exact guy the whole time. I mean, it works with someone like Flair. You know, he, he went through different phases, though. Like, he did different things. The thing is, I think I think the thing I have a problem with Cassidy, Orange Cassidy, is he 
He aligns himself with losers. No, and I'm being serious, and Tony Khan does that as well. Let's just say Orange Cassidy wasn't aligned with losers, or he didn't like just go, hey, Bandito, you're my friend for two weeks. Like that yeah. right there devalues him as a wrestler and as a character on TV. I don't take him serious because you surround, you are who you surround yourself with. And he surrounds himself with giant losers. And that's just yeah. the way it is. And that's not his fault. It's That's Tony's fault for booking him in a, in a poor way. If Orange Cassidy was on his own, no, 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 nobody, just him. I think it'd be a little bit better. But the fact that he's back there with Chuck and, of, uh, uh, you know, Dan House and sometimes Bandito, sometimes this guy, sometimes Hook, sometimes we that that's not. I think Tony thinks that he's getting these guys over, but he's not. They just look like losers yeah. too. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I said. I think he's going to lose the championship. It's time though. It's time for someone else to to step up uh, and win this championship and do something with it because his act it, it's stale right now. But I think going back to like, why can he do it is because he's not really a main event act. He's more like a, a side comedy act. That's something that can last. He's just a small snippet of the show. Typically. Well, that's the problem. He's a side comedy act. You say, but he gets 20 minute matches every week. <laughs> The side yeah. comedy acts don't get 20 minute no, matches every week. No, but I'm saying what I'm trying to say is that's why he's had the same character. But right now it's just feeling stale because yeah, he's getting a lot of time with long matches and it's kind of like, I'm ready for, I'm ready for somebody else. I still like him as a wrestler. I still enjoy watching him. It's goofy. Um, but like, I'm ready for someone else to hold that belt now. So they've, they've used him to make it seem like it's relevant because it's on TV a lot, right? Yes. That's and it's close to the beginning of the show. So it feels like a relevant belt. But like, let's give it to someone else now. I am ready for that part. Like, I know you can't do House of Black rules every single week, but I would much rather have that time to see a House of Black match, whether it be Malachi Black versus whoever. Rather than Orange Cassidy again, I'm, I'm just just the way it is. That's just the way my mind's thinking. I did see yeah. Malachi Black is on the Collision poster, so that's going to get me to watch that television show a little bit more. Yeah, but not just him. It's just close your eyes, Chris. You can just imagine. You hear the music. He comes out. He half asses, high fives kids, and then the other guy comes out and he does the kick thing. Oh, oh, oh! Rolls, rolls. You know, drop kicks him with his hands in his pocket. Does the kip up. Acts cool. Then he gets beat up a lot. And then the other guy goes, oh, oh. And then Orange Cassidy gets suplex, and then he switches to a Slumdog Millionaire, and then it's over. Like, it's the same formula every week. I just wish they would change it up once in a while. That's all. <laughs> it's, it's the same shit every week, and you can't, you can't deny. No, and I was just sitting there imagining that whole match as you were describing it. It, it sounds pretty much to a T, like an Orange Cassidy match. Like, when Orange Cassidy's about to get um, a vertical suplex, I'm like, well, this is going to go really wrong for the other guy because this is about to be a slumdog millionaire. How about we just don't hit him for once? No. Just once. Anyway, that's the Orange Cassidy um, ramble. I got one on Roderick Strong and Chris Jericho if you want to hear it. Let's hear it. Good match. That's probably the most entertaining thing that I saw because I didn't see Hangman live. What do you think about that match? I don't like, usually I'm surprised, I bet you're surprised because I usually don't like shit like this. Yeah, once it goes outside of the ring, you don't like it. Whenever there's weapons or backstage brawls or any of that stuff, parking lot brawls, that's not, that's not your area right well, there. When did you find out that Adam Cole was going to be outside? When did I find out? When I saw him. Okay, I found out when they said multiple times 
Adam Cole's banned from the building multiple times. Oh, well, <laughs> so I will say this, though. I didn't catch on with that only because I was we were watching the match, but we were also talking, so we had the volume down low. So I didn't actually hear them say that. I didn't hear the commentators talking. We were just kind of watching it as we were talking about other stuff. Got it. Makes otherwise, sense. otherwise I would have picked up on that. Yeah, because when they emphasize something like that multiple times, you know, it's because it's relevant somehow. In <sighs> which case, times. there it would have been because you knew Adam was waiting outside, and that's where they were working towards. So the story of the match was Roderick Strong was trying to get Jericho um, redemption for Adam Cole just to help out his buddy. It was a street fight, no fa- false count anywhere match. Um, and I'm like, false count anywhere. Adam Cole's not in the building. Jericho likes to do crazy stuff sometimes. Um, let's just see where this goes. You know, they battle all the way through. They go outside. I thought for a for sure that somebody was going to break through that security wall when they're in the concourse or whatever it's called. The Because uh, you can tell. Did you see the cameraman? try to go through the the big thing and like the big bodyguard like pretty much punched the bot the cameraman the yes. cameraman's like what the fuck dude like i'm, I'm here <laughs> like, yeah because the bodyguard wasn't looking and he's just trying to hold everyone back and push him back and then yeah the camera guy's trying to get through because he's got to get the shot and this that security guard you could tell he was like what's up with this guy doesn't even look and just like starts throwing elbows at him to get back and then realizes, oh shit! Like that's the cameraman. Yeah, that's the one guy that I am supposed to let through. Yeah, I, I definitely picked up on that. I was laughing. I was dying. I thought the I seal. That. I thought the seal was going to be broken. I'm like, oh god, here they come! Because when the cameraman gets through, there might be a little hole. But I guess you know, cooler head. Like, I don't know. Some people are crazy. That's kind of dangerous. I don't like that kind of stuff. I hate when they go in the stands because you never know what's going to happen. I hate when they do that kind of stuff. But it was still cool to see him go through the concourse. When Jericho got that stuff all over his face, if that was me, I would have hit Roderick Strong for real life. Because I would have been, I hate when stuff gets on my face. And I would have been, Chris Jericho wrestled for like another three minutes with that shit on there. How? Yeah. Because he's the goat. (laughs) He freaking took trash and wiped his face off with trash. Yep. Oh, yeah. That part was so funny. Whenever he did that, he just like... Yeah, you grab like the papers or whatever whatever was in the trash there. That was so weird. It was, it was funny though. So weird. And then they worked their way out outside, and I'm like, oh boy, here we go. This sort of finish with Adam Cole behind him, cool finish. I'm not gonna lie, cool, really cool, too cool, too cool for a baby face. This is a heel setup. This is a per. If it was the other way around, in Jericho. Was the mastermind heel coward like he is that likes to cheat? Yeah. That would have worked. But when you're a hardcore babyface, this doesn't work for me. So you are cheating to win. You are the babyface. You are the one who is trying to get over. That's not how like that's not how it works. I didn't but like that it, at all. Is it cheating? It's not cheating. It's not cheating. But the whole point, but they he set this up. outsmarted them. Finally, they, we have a smart baby face. They, hey, hey, you're right. They have a smart baby face. But Jericho's smarter than them. Why, where was the society at? Where was Jake Hager? Where was them? It would have been much better if that was the case. And then that's how Jericho gets the win. This, to me, is a finish that it finishes the feud. Because they won finally. They got over. They got their revenge. All right, moving on. But it's not going to end that yeah. way. 
That's that's my biggest problem. No now, problem. now, what does the heel say? You cheated to win last night or last week. He's he's right. Like this puts Jericho in the right now. Do you see? Now Jericho, everything he says is true. You had to use him to win. You you got me from behind. I didn't see you coming. I was blah blah. Now Jericho is going to be the baby face. How does no one see this? But he didn't cheat, though. That's the only thing is he didn't cheat to win. Well, they did it within the rules. So I don't think that flips him to the baby face. He's not going to be the baby just, face. He just looks like the, you know, he's just, some heels are smart and some of them are not as smart. And in this case, Jericho was just one of those heels. We don't see it often. Normally the heels are the smarter ones. But in this case, the rules were reversed, but it still works. I knew you loved it. I knew you were going to love it. I knew it. You were like, I didn't, I didn't, I wouldn't say I love it, but I'm just saying like it works. I don't think it doesn't work in the sense that you're saying. If I'm Roderick strong, I had this huge match with Jericho. I'm finally in the spotlight. I get, I get this, the nine o'clock hour and this, the finish is Adam Cole bails me out, hits him with the boom. And I just lay on top of Jericho. That was the finish. I'd be like, I just wrestled this whole match, 20 minutes, got my ass beat, beat his ass, and Adam Cole finishes it for me. Like, it was just so odd. That's all I got to say. Like, it's just, imagine Cena. I know Roger Strong's not Cena. But imagine Cena is, imagine Cena's the one waiting outside. And his friend is like somebody, like a Roger Strong type. Maybe at that time, a Zack Ryder. Let's just say, because they were cool back then. And Zack Ryder's wrestling edge. Because that's his biggest rival. And then you come out and all of a sudden John Cena just does that. No, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. Because Jericho, you can call him a stupid heel. He's not. He's one of the most intelligent heels in the business. He's always been that way. No matter what, he's always two steps ahead of the babyface. Every single time. Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't like the way it was. Cool visual, though, with Adam Cole behind him. That was a cool visual. That's about it. Did you see my tweet about it? No, I didn't see your tweet about it. Damn. It looked, it reminded me of um, AJ Styles Undertaker. All right. All right. See, where you got one person kind of just looking around and then you got the crazy person behind them, the baby face. What's your favorite shot like that? Like us, like something like that. Like, you know, it's about to go down. Is it the, is it the Adam Cole one now? Cause it's your favorite, favorite angle of all time. <laughs> no, it's still. <laughs> Still Undertaker and uh, AJ Styles for a shot like that. I'm going to say Keith Lee when he was in the Royal Rumble. Remember that? Uh, very little at this point. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't the Rumble. It was Keith Lee and he was, um, he was, he got knocked down from the apron. And then like, I think it was somebody on Adam Cole, Adam Cole, like, or someone like that. And the person was like celebrating. They knocked Keith Lee out. And then Keith Lee just rose up slowly. Um, and then grabbed his ass. And that was all, that was a really good scene to him. Sure, you didn't watch yeah. NXT at that time. I like stuff like Probably that. Not. Yeah. Probably I gotta, not. Yeah, I'll show you the video, Chris. I'll show you the video. All right. Yeah. So, what do you think about well, last last thing? It's not on our list, but we did talk about it earlier. Jamie Hader, she she her match with zero build. I just want to say zero build um, is going against Tony Storm um, at the pay per view. Do you think this is the right call? Um, with literally nothing, no story to tell. The only story is we're outsiders and we hate you because you're not an outsider. Yeah, it's outsiders versus the originals or whatever. I didn't understand and maybe I missed it. How did they land on 
Tony Storm being the one from their group to get the title shot. Is right. it because she was the last champion? That part I missed. So let me why t- her out of, over the other two? I'll tell you how. So um, I was on my phone texting, and then I hear Tony Storm in the back, and she goes, "I'm fighting you at the pay per view," and um, that was it. That's it. <laughs> so <laughs> there's it. no there's no explanation why it's not Soraya. No, like, storyline explanations to why it's not Soraya and it's not uh, Ruby Soho. I'll tell you I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Uh, let me tell you the real reason why it's not Ruby Soho or Soraya. Because they want to have a good fucking match. And Soraya and Ruby Soho cannot put that on. Yeah. Period. Tony Storm can go. She yep. didn't go, man. She looked phenomenal last night. She was rocking. She did a Falcon Arrow that looked Better than most guys, dude. Yep. I, she she's, she's good. She's very good, and that's something I, I I didn't I missed a lot um before I started watching regularly. You know, I knew who Sheeta was. I always joked that I didn't know who she was, but I knew who she was. But gosh, man, she is one of the best women's wrestlers they have, and I see why she's kind of on top. Good for her. Yeah. She, she rocked last night. Um, yep. Britt Baker sucked as usual. Um, she's not good, man. She's not good. Britt Baker is good. I don't She's know what you're talking about. Did you see that finish, dude? She they, did you see the finish? She Britt Baker had no idea what the hell was going on. That was all her fault. Yeah. Did you see the finish? No. Where she stomped on someone's head, Tony Storm's head. She did no. the curb stomp. Okay. I don't pay much attention to this feud right now. It's really it's, bad. it just <laughs> hasn't grabbed my attention. Shocking. I'm so shocked, Chris, because it's one of the hottest feuds in the whole wrestling industry. I'm so shocked. <laughs> so, so shocked. So shocked, but I am shocked that we're actually out of time, man. We hit up everything. We talked about all the main storylines. The only thing we didn't really touch on was Luchasaurus and Christian Cage. We we, we made fun of Wardlow, which is good enough. That's good enough, yeah, <laughs> but, for sure. <laughs> but I I can't wait to see everything going on. When's the pay per view? March twenty ninth, March twenty sixth, March March May no, May it's, May. it's not even March. May twenty May twenty seventh. Uh, probably the twenty eighth. 20th, somewhere in that area. Not the 29th, because 29th is a Monday. So I and because there's a holiday, wouldn't that make it uh on Sunday? All right. Are you gonna get it? Are you gonna get it? Yeah, it's Sunday, May 28th. Oh. Tony Khan has a big announcement next week. I just want to let everyone know that. Another big announcement? Yep. In the, the big announcement this week got delayed. They're gonna they're, they're gonna um, announce it on Twitter and all the social media platforms, and they're also gonna tell you on Dynamite. That's right. What a waste of my time. What a waste of my time, Tony. You awkward looking son of a bitch. Yep. <laughs> every time he talks. <laughs> every time he's. How long? I see everyone was commenting, posting on Twitter. Is he gonna blink this time? Is he gonna <laughs> blink? So how, I was like, yes, he blinks. How 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 long until he's an on air talent? Until he is a. Someone that's you see regular. How long? Because he's gonna do it. He's gonna I do hope it. Never. He's gonna never. do it. He's, please never. He's gonna do it. Thank you for AEW wrestling, but please never be an on-air person oh, ever. Yeah. Please. I see him being an authority figure within the next five years. One thousand. If they're around still, one thousand percent. Yeah. One thousand percent. He, dude, he's been on TV every week for the past month. He's on TV more than Miro. More than. <laughs> more than <laughs> what are you talking about? He's he's gonna be. A t- I'm telling you, Chris. I'm telling you. Oh God! Please no. Unfortunately, but that's about it. We're gonna wrap things up. Follow us on Twitter, Josh Kimmel OUS RTW Chris on Twitter. Chris, any last words? Anything you're looking forward to? Uh, my last words is just to remind Tony Khan because I know he's listening. 
when are you bringing AEW to Tampa so we can just go for a, a Wednesday night show? It's time to come here. It's overdue. No, no, Chris. Chris, we got to go to Canada. We got to go to London. We got to go to Sunrise. We got to go. Else, we're going to some places two, three, and four times. Oh, we're in Chicago Tampa, every it's, month. It's not like we're. It's not like we're in the middle of nowhere, some random town they've never heard of. They've literally hit every other big town and and small ones in Florida, except for us. Yeah. The heck, Tony? Come on. Bring AEW here. It needs to be here by the end of the year. Look, look, Tony. I don't know if you know. We got the state fairgrounds. You could fill that place. I know you could. You could. You could do really well there. All right, the fairgrounds. Because I don't think you could sell out Amley. Obviously, no, no offense, but um. Well, they got the Sun Dome too. Eh, do you think Tampa? Do you think the USF wants to deal with them? Their their nonsense. Yes, uh, absolutely. It's an event. I would much rather money. my selfishness. Fairgrounds. I'm good. Yeah, because it's so close. Twenty minutes, fifteen minutes. Oh yeah, that would be nice. Yes. I don't want to. I don't want to drive it. the USF fucking traffic. I don't want to go to Mosey. I don't want. I don't want to handle that, Chris. Done. No, I don't either. But it, that's better than not having it at all. It's true. All right, Chris, we are out of here. Peace out. See ya. <laughs>